0: Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. MoneyFM 89.3, good evening It is now time for Sports Minutes Now, about over a week ago The new FAS President Bernard Tan Had a sit-down conversation with the Straits Times. Now, amongst some of the things He talked about were the state of affairs Where Singapore football is concerned Funding, as well as what needs to be done Moving forward. Well, it is a Two-way conversation after all. The bosses Have spoken. Now it's time To listen into what the fraternity Has to say. And this has inspired you Rao Shan, to put together this project. Tell us more. Yeah, it certainly has. Local football has this tendency to inspire me. Like you said, we've heard from the association. I think it's only fair we hear from the fraternity now. And for that, I think I've gone out to try and assemble a panel to try and discuss and dissect what the new president had to say. And for that, we've assembled a fairly familiar and hopefully ferocious panel. Leading the way is, of course, Deepan Raj Ganesan, also known as the Romano of the local game, sports reporter with The Straits Times, and for the purpose of this conversation, the man who spoke to FAS President Bernard Tan in that wide-ranging interview with The Straits Times. Alongside him is Faris, a local football fan, and more impressively, one of the founding members of Singa Brigade, the official, unofficial... Supporting group of our national team And last but not least Jose Raymond A former journalist with SPH Media He's currently a public relations and policy strategist At a regional PR firm Jose was also part of the supporting team Led by Bill Eung Which challenged the late Lim Tong's team In the 2017 FAS elections Now he's also someone who has a reputation For being unapologetically honest about Singapore football Gentlemen, it's great to be in your company. Deepen, you feeling okay?
1: Uh, talking about affairs always gets me excited. So, looking forward to that.
0: I think I speak on the fans' behalf when I say we're grateful you sat down with Bernard and we can't wait to hear your opinions. Faris, great to have you here. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm
2: good. Like what you just mentioned, we can't wait to counter back what Bernard has talked about.
3: That sets the scene quite well. Jose? The only thing I've got to say is I'm feeling great and actually we all have got certain commonalities about us. We all love Singapore football and football at large.
0: Yeah, I think commonalities is a good place to start. I think we can all agree that Singapore football is in a dire state, in doldrums. You can choose the word you want to put it. But to get this conversation going, I want to first ask you, in the past decade, what has been the lowest moment for Singapore football, in your opinion? Try and put recency bias aside, of course. Deepen, we start with you. Yeah, I know you said uh, put recency bias aside, but actually when I truly felt...
1: Uh, that Singapore football or rather the national team is now the minnow of the region Uh, was actually when we played Malaysia uh, in the recent EFF Championship Uh, we lost 4-1 but it's the manner of the defeat Uh, so so far away from Malaysia's quality uh, made me truly realise that because at the youth level Singapore has never been great you know we have never been a team that has performed at the youth level but this was the A national team against your arch rivals and the way we, we perform how far the quality was uh, was really, really striking to me and to
0: me, that's really the lowest point that I can remember I think I can agree with that Faris, you're a man of the people
2: Yeah, like, adding on to what Dipan has said I was there I was at Bukit Jalil uh, I think that was the worst night that I have ever faced as a football fan you know? losing 4-1 in Bukit Jalil and to be stuck in the bus for more than two hours you know how the situation is always there ah... Uh, this is the lowest ever for us, the fans especially. Yep.
3: Jose, past decade? I will have to go a little bit more back to 2015 when we hosted the Southeast Asian Games. Um, prior to the SEA Games, we had a committee and a task force set up to ensure that Singapore actually went all the way to the finals or maybe even went for goal. Um, unfortunately, um, we fell at the first hurdle and did not make the semi-finals. Um, I was at the Jalan Besar Stadium That game which we lost to Indonesia Which kicked us out the Indonesians actually were there Consoling us in our home On our home ground At Jalan Besar To me That was very low Because at that point Singapore Sports Hub had just opened We had a brand new facility But Singapore was not in the semi-finals
0: That is painful And for the listeners If you're listening along I think you would have Had your own painful memories Of the national team We talked earlier about Not agreeing with too much or perhaps agreeing with too much. It seems like President Bernard Tan agrees with more or less the current state of affairs because speaking to Deepan Raj Ganesan, here's what he had to say about the current doldrum we find ourselves in. Let's have a listen.
4: Part of the reason why Singapore football finds the way where it is is not so much that we have done something wrong but every other country has done something right. If you look across the board at the countries that we benchmark ourselves against, they have made significant improvements and strides and significant investments. I think we look back in Singapore, we've made incremental improvements, but that's not sufficient. If we want to compete and be competitive within ASEAN, we have to take a look at what they are doing and then our own constraints and then try to actually overcome them. So if you ask me, has the slump that you have described, the doldrums that we're in, is this a product of one year or is it a product of a lack of investment for five to 10 years? And I like to think it's the latter. So the key thing to do is to change that narrative, move back, invest in what we think is a good development system, and the results will then come, not immediately, but certainly in the next five to ten years. But we have clarity of this.
0: There you have it. The discussion and dissection of Bernard Tan's interview starts right now. Deepen, you had a front row seat to that interview. What were some of your key takeaways, not just in terms of what was said, but body language as well?
1: Yeah, so f- first and foremost, a bit of background as to how the interview happened. Uh, Raushan, uh, you know very well that you know I don't see eye to eye necessarily with Bernard. Uh, and this interview has been a long time coming one because I had asked him several times um, over the last few months about sitting down and talking and addressing issues in Singapore football. And he had always said uh, that after the Congress, he will sit down with me. Uh, in terms of questions, yes, he did ask for talking points which I did send across uh, but there were plenty of questions that I did not actually include in there. Uh, so that's the the background and also I do agree there were lots of questions that still need to be asked uh, but that was a time limit that I had and I had to you know, make do with it. when you ask for takeaways, so I, I do think that he addressed some of the questions, uh, but he found a smart way around the other questions. So a lot of the questions on him being part of the affairs council, Uh, For the last decade uh, I I thought he skirted around those questions Because at the end of the day You you are part of the council I'm sure you will discuss that a bit later on Uh, Did he make the impact that he thought he has? I don't think so I mean we all can have our own opinion But I don't think he has made the impact that he wanted to Uh, On other issues I thought he answered some of them well I think he addressed the fact that Singapore football is in the doldrums I think it will be more worrying uh, if he was defensive about it And he says that You know, Singapore football Is alright I think that will be more worrying So at least You know, we, we are all in admission That Singapore football Is in a poor state And it needs improvement And he has At least acknowledged that So moving forward What are the plans and, and that's what the interview I think described I would
0: say I take your point about Time constraints Because a conversation like this Can go on for hours and hours So I think you did What you can In terms of the time limit Faris, in a short while I'm going to ask you about the fans But Jose, coming to you first You're a PR guy What did that interview do from a PR perspective in terms of setting the tenure for Burnett?
3: I think that's a very great question because based on what I looked at, and I watched the video twice, you know, adding to your views, (laughs) Deepan, I think there were a lot of PR statements and he skirted around a lot of the questions. And unfortunately, he did not even make, um, he did not take, um, he did not admit that he's actually also partly to blame because a lot of things which are currently being faced by Singapore football now, i.e. lack of youth development, lack of infrastructure, lack of um, um, support, actually stems down to the fact that it all started um, 10-15 years ago. And when he actually was brought on board into the FAS uh, in 2013, uh, 2014, these were some of the things he was supposed to have addressed. Like number one, he said, you know, in 2014, that he has identified that there needed to be more kids playing football. In 2014, in an interview with TNP, he also said he wanted to build football at the grassroots level and have kids playing 35 weeks of the year. You know, there was also a move to actually get Singapore prepared for the Under 19, uh, Under 17 World Cup in 2019. All of this were actually being managed by Bernard Tan, right? So I think he did not address all of those issues because it reflects on what he has or has not done in his time at the FAS.
0: Those are some valid points and we'll get stuck into the timeline of Bernard being there and not addressing these issues perhaps. As, far as coming to you, from a fan perspective, what did you feel watching the interview and have your fellow fans told you anything about their opinions?
2: Well, to be honest, uh, Bernard being Bernard, I'm, I'm going to be upfront here. Bernard being Bernard the only thing that the FA or he has said that uh, we are in this current state, this very poor state. Yeah, he's he's very correct. But there's one thing that they have not done till today. For the past many years, past many months, they have not admitted their mistakes. Not yet. Not even one of them said, oh, oh. they held their hands up, you know, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. For example, I made a mistake of, of uh hiring this coach. Mm. I made this uh, the mistakes of not organizing the youth, the youth uh, tournaments or leagues or whatsoever. So it's all talks and no actions. So but but but, uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give one point to him lah for the funding part lah. Uh, that's what we are liking badly in Singapore. Which uh, I'm not gonna be uh, the the bad guy and just say, just put everything on him. No, the, about the funding, yeah, it is a need in Singapore. No? It's mm-hmm. a must. No, but uh, like I say, it's all. All talk, no action now, at the moment.
1: If I may just chime in, I think, just bring clarity into what uh, Faris is saying is, he's saying that the FAS has admitted that football is in the doldrums. Hmm. But what he's saying is, individuals haven't been accountable, that they have been part of the problem as to why uh, we are in this state right now. And I I think it's an FAS problem. Raushan, we, we know... That you know, this doesn't just extend to people in the exco. Mm. I think as an organization, many times it's when we give feedback or criticism, it's always shot back with, or oh, then you come and do lah. <laughs> you know, and and at the end of the day, I I think we have to realize that you have to be skilled at your job. Yep. I'm not going to tell someone to come and write the story for me because yep. I know that this is my job and it's yep. what I'm good at. I'm going to write the story. Same thing whether it's broadcast, whether it's the council or uh, the president or the vice presidents we can't do your job because you are there because you thought that you had the ability to do it yep. and you are you are paid for it in the sense of FAS individuals are Gensec and so on so you should do your job to the best of your ability and if it fails then you come out and say sorry I failed like what Faris said I had the wrong coach I put my hand up but what they are doing right now is saying yes Singapore football is in a bad state mm. ah, but it's not me <laughs> it's not me it may be someone else It could be the president before hmm. uh, It could be some other guys But not me I did my best And that's the problem
2: Yeah, adding on to what Dipan has said uh, You know, if you can do it Why why don't you, you know, come in and do it? Uh, so, the first thing that we ask, you no, know, Why Nishigaya? For example, uh, this is a good uh, topic we can talk about So, they say that Oh, uh, didn't you guys give Tatsuma time? Hmm. They shot back, shot back at us this question So, I say Yeah, we give Tatsuma time And he performed he produced the results, he produced the performance that we have not seen for a very long time. Uh, the Indonesian game is a good uh, good, uh, a good a point where we can see the players were fighting even with 9-8 men, you know, that kind of thing. But we don't see that anymore, so we told him, we told the, the FAA, uh, see, that's the vast difference between Nishigaya and Tatsuma. We gave them the same time, but uh, they produced different results. And this is the national team that we are talking about.
0: Yeah, I, I take your point wholeheartedly. It's good to hear from the fraternity because you've had indoor conversations with the decision makers. You're giving us great perspective. We want to talk about funding because we are Money affair. after all. We have to talk money, right? So in a short <laughs> while, we're going to switch the conversation to funding and hear from Bernard Tan and what he has to say. But in the meantime, let's just take a moment to reflect and try and understand what Bernard is trying to put forward. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this question. I'll come back to the answer. The question is... We talk about Bernard being there for such a long time, right? I know he's been there for 13 years or something, but he's never had the keys to the car. He's been a passenger in the car. He's never been a driver in the car, right? Are we then perhaps not being fair to him in the sense where he's now the driver in the car? Let's see where he drives this car to. Is that a fair question I'll leave you with that question before we come back and pick it up You're listening to a special edition of Sports Minutes Ziaul Raoshan is leading a panel speaking to local football fans about some of the issues that were brought up from the FAS President Bernard Tan's sit-down session with the Straits Times Raushan, a quick recap what have we talked about so far? Take us forward I dare say we've only touched the tip of the iceberg thus far in terms of we've set the scene in terms of the state of affairs and what needs to be done. We've discussed Bernard's body language, what this does in terms of a PR perspective for his tenure ahead. But I think it's time to get down to the nitty-gritty and that involves funding, which was mentioned earlier in our conversation, but also by Bernard Tan during his conversation with The Straits Times. Before I garner your opinions on that, I just want to quickly check in with Bernard Tan to listen on his thoughts of how the funding can help the local game.
4: If we want our teams to improve, we really need extra funding to support programs that we currently don't have, infrastructure that we currently don't have, competitions that we currently don't participate in. But I like football's funding not to be the expense of other sports. But what I will say is that if you do fund football, the payoffs for the country are very much different. Football is special, because it is our, our nation's most favorite game. it is. It has been all my life. And somehow, we pack the mood of the nation and the national pride to how good our football team does. We're not unique. Many countries do, right? So I'd argue for Singapore, football has a special place. Um, it's the most popular sport. It's the only sport that can fill the national stadium, get us singing. It's also a sport that, Cuts across many segments of society. It's one of the unique sports that basically unites the country. So I'd argue that it has a special place.
3: Jose, you think
0: Bernard is onto something? Does football deserve special
3: funding? The very fact that we're all sitting here taking our time off from our work to discuss football means that football does mean something and it actually does mean a lot to a lot of people in Singapore. Football is the only sport which cuts across socioeconomic status and strata of society, all walks of life, age. You know, gender Football actually brings people together Football is currently probably the only sport I think Which can probably fill up the national stadium Yes, football is important Football actually means a lot to a lot of us And it's an emotional sport From a political perspective Football actually also means That it gives an opportunity for people To come together regardless of race Regardless of their backgrounds It is a football It is an important sport to all of us
0: Well, if Bernard didn't convince me Jose certainly (laughs) has convinced me (laughs) Faris, you brought up funding earlier, right? I want to ask you this In terms of the noise that is being made in this social media age, a lot of people go online and slam the national team and some may argue rightfully so, right? But is that noise almost counterproductive to get funds? Because if I'm an investor, I see all these bad vibes, to call it. I see all these negative things being said about the local football. Why would I then wholeheartedly go and pump money into it? Do you think the fans are part of the problem that football is not getting the funding?
2: I think the fans have every right to be part of the problem. They they deserve to be part of the problem. Where I mean, I always say one thing. No, be very worried when there comes a day that there, there are no fans making noise. That's when that's when the the stands will be empty. So, uh, the funding is is I mean, it's modern football, like it or not. We we need to have, uh, I I put it this way. Nowadays, we need to have more sailors. We need to have more tambernis now. We need to have all those clubs, uh, becoming like them. So, the the thing is, if the clubs can do it. Why not the FA? Mm. You you are holding the fort, the biggest. You are the, the you are the big boss in in Singapore football. You cannot do it, and and uh, it all boils down to you know uh, results on the pitch as well. Uh, uh, sponsors would want to come in to support something that is winning. They want to see results. They want to see their 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 money coming back to them. You know, this uh this is what the investors always think think about, but. That's the thing, uh, the results are not there, the funding is not there, everything is not there. So it's a big uphill task for them, but they have to do it. Somehow they have to do it, and they have to you know, uh, ask for it, beg for it. They just have to do it.
0: And you mentioned earlier, in terms of maybe if the fans don't show up, the FA needs to start worrying, right? As a founding member of the Singa Brigade, has that been discussed internally that we just don't rock up to games anymore?
2: I think we didn't turn up for the two friendlies, the uh, Solomon, if I'm not wrong. We didn't turn out, we turned out on our personal record. Uh, we didn't bring any drums and, and, and sort of. Uh, I think you were there with the the recent friendly where we were at Mission Stadium. I think you heard the abuse that we aim at FAS. And 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 uh for the record, we did not aim at the players, we aim at the FA because the one currently that needs to be helped responsible is the FA, not the team, not the F, not the players. Uh so it's it's just uh the fans is like taking a back step mm. now mm. you know they, mm. they, they, they are very peace at the moment very very peace
0: yeah I was at Bishan Stadium and the chants are not something I can repeat on national radio but Jose you had a point to make
3: yes actually to, to Faris's point about investment right let's just go back again in history football in Singapore has not really had like there's always been peaks and troughs right we've actually gone through um, you know times where we were really, really bad and then we reached a peak, and then we obviously have now come down. In 1998, right, I mean, I'm not sure if all of you remember, Singapore football was really in the doldrums, right? And and we were then heading out to play in the Tiger Cup. No one gave the national team any hope. Barry Ribret B- B- was a coach. No one gave the team any hope. But the team went out there and won the Cup, right? What happened thereafter meant, I mean, just one month before that, Prime Minister uh, Go Tong had said, we want to aim for the 2010 World Cup. The team went out, they won the Tiger Cup, you know, defeating the odds. After that, FAS actually went out to ask for support. Mm. Okay. They went out to ask for support but that's also basically on the back of PM's call to actually make it to the 2010 World Cup, right? There was this great movement, you know, um, they brought on many sponsors on board. Now, you take that period to what's happening now, right? It's actually very similar, right? We are actually at the bottom and we are trying to find a way up. You know, we had... Office holders make an uh, announcement of wanting for us to aspire to the World Cup, but the pushback was really, really, um, it was really great, Mm. far greater than what I've actually had imagined. Right? There's a reason Mm. for it. I think what you need to do differently now is the FAS. They have rightfully expected that yes, funding's an issue. It's not going to come from the national coffers, but they need to get out there and try to convince people to buy into their plan. Now, to do that, you need to have conviction. You need to have. A little bit of history, you need to have a little bit of confidence in having people believe that, yes, I think you can do it. Now, let's have like, you know, taking bit by bit, step mm. by step, baby steps, right? Mm. Not really like aim far and then fall, fall, fall down really, really far, uh, fall down by the wayside. I think that's where we're currently at, right? And, and probably, you know, yes, we all agree funding is important. There's so many things you gotta do. Money's not gonna come from the national coffers. There are partners out there who are probably willing to sponsor or be part of it. It's just a matter of how you want to convince them.
0: Yeah, I think we need to try and weigh it out. But thanks for the reference in terms of 1998. Deepen, coming to you, we heard Bernard say football has a special place earlier, right? Have you heard from any other NSAs in terms of, hey, how dare he say that my NSA is pretty special too? Uh, I'll just put it this way. I mean,
1: after the interview was released on YouTube, uh, some NSAs uh, or people in the fraternity did get in touch and said, oh, what is he talking about? But I've got to agree with Bernard and and what Jose said. Football is special. And when you talk about funding, the funding is not enough. I think that's that's a fact. And I say this because when you measure up against other countries and what they're spending on football, what Singapore is doing is not enough. Uh, And this extends to even the infrastructure in Singapore football. Can you really say that we have enough facilities to have a performing A national team? I don't think so. Mm. And the players will be the first to tell you that we don't have such a luxury. Uh, when you talk about funding as well, I think people need to realise that this is football. Football is now so commercialised that you can't just take a step back and say that we can only rely on the government for support. Because people will mention Unleash the Raw Project. Uh, that has, of course, got, gotten a lot of funding. But it is not enough that only your government is funding your football programmes. You need corporates. And like Jose said, It's about how you're selling the dream. I think at the moment, we can't just go to corporates and say, come and support our national team because the first thing they're going to look at is results. Mm. And you can't really measure up against even uh, regional uh, rivals. So they've got to sell the journey that, you know, hey, come on board. You know, we want to invest in youth and the youth will take us to A place where you know you will be proud of and you can say that you supported that dream Uh, and that's what we need to focus on and at least bernard is talking about that he's addressing that yes we have been wrong in how we have been selling the project and we've got to change change that in terms of approach.
0: Yeah, in fact, that's what Bernard said, right? They want to sell this dream of the 2029 SEA Games and hopefully work towards that. I asked earlier in terms of giving Bernard a clean slate and time and that's something all of you mentioned in your opening thoughts. He's been there for so long. He hasn't done anything. Let's almost get your opinion on that <laughs> now. Faris, I'll come to you first. Yes, he was part of the association, mm-hmm. but he wasn't behind the wheel. Should we give him time to show where he can drive us to?
2: So I was asked this question by... A FA employee Last week Just last week uh, Recently So he asked me uh, Are you going to support Bernard I say, I'm not going to support Anyone in the FA anymore Till you show me And the guys Actions It's no more talking You just want to say Actions If you do something You post it You do something You publish it You don't talk anymore The more you talk The more we abuse you As simple as that
0: Well the fraternity Has spoken well The fans at least Have spoken Jose
3: um, I disagree with him with you know that you know he can only make a difference when he's having the keys to the car let me explain my analogy right there is a cabinet the prime minister is the head of the cabinet around him he's got a deputy prime minister he's got ministers are you telling me that none of them can function unless they become the prime minister Hmm. no they all have got a part to play they are all leaders and especially bernard he's been the ex-co since 2014 when he got in. That means he is responsible for areas in which he's responsible for. That's how NSAs or charities operate. If you're in the the executive body where you're a decision maker, you have got to make things work and do things. I mean, I'm speaking also because I spent four years as a vice president of Singapore Swimming, right? We all got our hands dirty. We all made things work. It's not just about the talking and about you know the coffee shop talk it's about making sure that whatever we put to the table is operationalized you know so so that's my analogy
0: and bernard might argue that some of the things he's tried to put in play during his tenure as acting president is already making some progress those are some points he made to you dipen while speaking to you on uh, that interview right so do you almost have sympathy for him in terms of that yes he is moving the needle slightly but not tangible enough to win over fans I think it's it's a bit
1: difficult to do it all on your own Because uh, Singapore football is in such a place Where you need buy-in from various kind of stakeholders It's not just about what the FAS president wants to do uh, Because for example, uh, the stadiums they are not owned by FAS mm. They're owned by Sports Singapore So anything that you want to do, you've got to get the buy-in from them I agree with Jose about the fact that in an FA It's not just the president who can make the calls I think he was in a place where he could have done something significant, but he didn't do that. I think at the top of the show, I think Jose mentioned uh, some of the things that he has been talked about, uh, talking about in the media. Uh, I, I always have uh, gone back to some of these older articles to see and, and I have a, have a laugh at, at, at it as well. Because you can come up with all these plans and essentially that's what he's doing in this interview as well, right? Talking about this is my plan, this is my vision. But 10 years down the road, when you look back on it and there's no change, it looks really bad on you. And and that's what I'm afraid might repeat itself again. Um, taking a step back now, you know, we talk about Singapore football. I think the best example that we can talk about is the Lion City Sailors. Mm. They are also a football organisation, just like FAS. Just of course, at the club level, this is a national level, very different problems. But the people they employ are the best of their kind to do their job. Mm. Uh, for example I, I've got some friends Within the media industry Who are now working For the sailors And, and in particular Shamay Osman and, and Kenneth Tan They are best In the job that they do So when the product Comes out on social media In the terms of Whether it's stories uh, Content Or even your match day Programs uh, Which they work on It's quality Yes of course The argument will be They pay for that quality But I'm saying You employ the right people To do the right jobs And then you have The confidence in the FAS That hey you know what, it's going to take time, but we know the people in charge right now are doing the best of the job because Mm -hmm. we know what they can do. But unfortunately, we have to trust the same guys who have been there for the last decade, who have just been in a different position, but now, you know, doing something totally different. So it's like the same chef, but it's just that he's been promoted to being the head chef, but it's the same dish that you're being served. A cooking soup. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) 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 I mean, adding on to what Deepan has said, what's the most... Uh let me let me just ask you guys uh, what's the most common post that you see in FAS Facebook?
0: Birthdays. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so sometimes they get wrong. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Happy birthdays every now sorry, and then. Sorry. No, I no no disrespect to the players who are celebrating celebrating their their, their big day. You know. But uh why are we you know publishing this kind of thing every mm. now and then? Mm. Why are we not publishing about football mm. uh, about our youth about our team? What is wrong? Just just publish every single thing. You know why? The main reason why I don't trust Burnett let me be honest with you guys is When I went to Bukit Jalil, the 4-1 loss, uh, me and the guys, we were promised a review. Mm. 10 months on, nothing. Mm. Mm. So what they did was, they came up with SEA Games review and they covered up the AFF review. Mm. So it's all
0: talk. It's all lies. It it does come across that way when you lay it out like that, right? We're discussing in terms of immediate changes as well as open-heart changes that need to be made for this association. But Bernard had this to say in terms of the immediate issues that he wants to settle. Let's have a listen.
4: For the fans, of course, the important thing is how do the Singapore teams perform? I think, let's be very honest, right? If you're playing against a much superior team, I don't think a Singapore fan is so silly to feel that we will win, right? But what I think the Singapore fan wants to see is a game plan that they can associate with, they can buy in with. And they see the effort and the organization that comes across. That's what I want to see in the film. And so, what we train... And what we play as a national team for the next five to six years actually will have to reflect where we realistically are in our ability band. So my wish right, for the Singapore team and something we want to effect is with our players, can we achieve outcomes that are better than what we've seen in the last few years? This requires more centralized training, which is the appeal I've made, you know, that we need to sacrifice a little bit for the national team because we need the players to prepare organise be physically ready right in order to compete against much better teams as we go into the international stable
0: so he talks about the immediate issues that needs to be addressed and we've discussed various issues but just to wrap up this conversation I have a question each for all of you Faris I'll come to you first in terms of immediate issues is replacing Nishigaya the first step to yes. a tangible marker for the fans a big
2: big yes he, he has got to I'm sorry he has got to go no no disrespect to him but as a coach he does not fit the bill of of guiding a national team I mean uh, if you ask me you, you ask the fans the FA is definitely definitely short changing the national team players definitely shortchanging them and uh, you no know, stop doing this and and I, I think we can see the recent uh post by players as well you no know? uh, the one that uh, uh, no 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 disrespect to the players but our players are celebrating a draw. Mm. Our players are talking about you no, know, fans don't see them on tra- at trainings. No disrespect to them; they have their own opinions and all. But have the players look at how the fans is suffering? That's that's the main question where they have to put it back to the coach. And hey, look, the fans are suffering badly now, badly. You know, and let's look at the recent friendlies. How often does he stand up And and guide his players Not even 5 minutes He was sitting Mm -hmm. down For a good 85-86 minutes And look at the the opponent's coaches They were standing up Throughout the game That's the the, the vast difference That we have So the first thing that They need need to do is Which they won't do Definitely Is either they Sack him Or they demote him I mean They can definitely Demote him He's not performing Demote him I'm going to be brutal here Just uh, Get someone else To replace him At the moment Bernard keeps talking About the youth The youth The youth but he never talks about the current state of the senior team and the under-23. What's the solution to that now? That's my question to him. What's his solution now for these two teams? Yeah.
0: And hopefully he's listening and provides us an answer in due course. Jose, final question from me. In terms of one year from now, let's say we revisit this in October 2024 if we don't get cancelled. Uh, what do you hope to see in terms of tangible markers to say that Bernard is headed in the right direction? Coach aside, of course.
3: I'm going to take things a little bit further than what Faris has said. <coughs> Faris has actually specifically talked about the national coach. I think what really is um, impacting FAS um, is the deficit in talent in the right places. Um, that also includes in the executive committee and in the council. I think in a in a very fairly highly high high performing uh, NSA, you're going to need to have expertise at the table, which have got which has got the skills to do in order to help and translate and promote it into a into a into a very effective organization they need to gonna they could have to have you know skilled communicators skilled marketeers skilled um, people who have been able to technically you know develop youth talent and they also need to have people who will know when to take a step back and not get involved in the nitty-gritty and daily operations of how uh, leave the experts to do their jobs I mean let's take a look at just a comparison right if you all know history Singapore Athletics used to be in the doldrums look at where they are now mm. it's taken 40 years to get to where they are today okay do we need to take, have 40 years to get FES into where they need to be I hope not
0: yeah you talk about athletics and that 40 year wait Deepen as a media professional someone who often speaks about football I think you have the duty to inform and educate but also to keep fans and masses on site how difficult is that going to be in the next year for you because you're going to be front and centre of everything the FA is going to try to do or not do? It
1: is a difficult one because uh, I think what you're trying to say is, yes, you need to inform people of what the president is saying, what their future plans are. At the same time, you've also got to reflect the the word on the ground, which is Singapore football is not in a good place. What I would say is I think we've just got to give Bernard the time in these next two years to see what he can do. And after this, in these two years, I think people will decide for themselves You know, if this is the guy that can take Singapore football forward. And in the next uh, elections, we will see probably a change uh, if they don't you know, trust in what he has done. And I, I, will, I will tell all Singapore football fans this. That there is really no other way than to just keep the faith and realise that Singapore football needs a change. And you've got to believe that they are going to do the right things going forward to make the change because we, we really don't have a choice do we? It's not like we can change
0: Bernard or, or the FS. we can say all we want but it's going to be that way and so we've got to believe Yeah and I believe honest conversations are a good place to make change happen so thank you so much for this very honest conversation I've been in conversation with Deepan Raj Ganesan from the Straits Times Faris Member, founding member of Singa Brigade as well as Jose Riemann, uh policy strategist at a regional PR from Germany. it's been great canvassing your opinions
1: Thank you Thank you, thank you.
0: Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.